Hi, this is James Mercer from The Shins. This is Shirley Manson. This is Lowe Tolhurst, co-founder of The Cure. This is Huey Lewis giving you the story behind the song. The story behind the song is back with an exciting second season. We peel back the layers on music's most iconic hits with legendary artists like The Killers, Heart, The B-52s, Violent Femmes, Jewel, Huey Lewis, Modern English, and more. To keep the music flowing, we'll be sprinkling in classic episodes from our archives between each new one. So check out the story behind the song wherever you get your podcast. Consequence Podcast Network. So before we talk about permission to dance, I really want to just hit on or just touch on the Louis Vuitton BTS fashion show. Please. Yes. Oh, (laughs) this is just premium content that we got from Louis Vuitton and BTS because they just all look so great in it. But what I really want to talk about was when they released uh, that they were going to be doing this Mm -hmm. on Twitter when they announced it big hit sent out a tweet and we went and liked it and then not too long after we got a direct tweet from Louis Vuitton inviting us to watch it on YouTube yeah and I freaked out for a moment because I didn't see anyone else getting it Mm -hmm. like initially and so I like called you and you were on vacation I'm like oh my gosh I think Louis Vuitton just tweeted at us and privately invited us and I was all hyped and excited about it. And then to find out that whoever was going and liking that tweet, they pretty much invited everyone who liked yeah. that tweet. Yeah, it was like an automated type, like Twitter yeah. response that would do yeah. it. But yeah. I felt special for like just a moment Oh my there. gosh, it made us feel so <laughs> special. We were like, wow, we're like <laughs> yeah. Louis Vuitton. Um, yeah. But no, the fashion show itself was amazing. Mm. I enjoyed every moment of it. It's something that uh, I think like if Iconics want, we could do an episode about it, you yeah. know, uh, because it really is that compelling. I feel that there's a lot to talk about. Mm-hmm, yeah. So. We might do that. Yeah, just let us know if you guys want to hear that. On that note, welcome back, Iconics. And if you're new to the podcast, I'm Kayla. And I'm Bethany. And this is Standing BTS. Yes. Yes. Welcome to another wonderful episode where we get to hang out for about an hour and just talk about BTS. What a wonderful hour it is, too. But disclaimer, this is an informative fangirl podcast. That means that we're going to fangirl, laugh, and learn a little bit along the way. Yep, that's right. This is an explicit podcast, though, so if you aren't cool with that, you can dip out now. We won't blame you. Totally. But if you're down for some, Permission to Dance gave me some complex emotions, and I'm really excited to dive into it. Mm -hmm. We have a lot to discuss today. Definitely. Or Butter now has been number one on Billboard's Hot 100 for seven consecutive weeks yay go bts unprecedented these types of things that are happening yeah for bts incredible yeah butter i mean butter deserves it it's such a good song it is yeah so if you're here for that then you're in the right place okay so today we're going to talk about permission to dance yeah Uh, we're going to talk about the music video the lyrics the production all of it um our initial thoughts concluding thoughts all of that everything yeah we have really good discussion we've had a lot of good discussion so we're excited for this episode yeah but before we get into it we want to say thank you iconics for being here and for supporting us if you'd like to support us even further and have access to our google docs full of episode notes important links and pictures you can do that by donating monthly to our Patreon at patreon.com slash standingbts. Or if you'd like, you can make a one-time donation at paypal.me slash standingbtspodcast. Your support helps us to improve the quality of our content and to continue putting out bi-weekly episodes. Any type of support is super appreciated. Thank you for being here and yes. for listening. Thank you, Iconics. Um, also, this month of July, we are supporting the Trevor Project and encouraging you guys to donate with us. Uh, the Trevor Project is the leading national organization providing crisis intervention and suicide prevention services to the LGBTQ community and especially young people under 25. Um, so please donate alongside with us by going to give.thetrevorproject.org. Um, also, 
just because it was brought to our attention, brought to light because actually of permission to dance, we learned that right now it is Disability Pride Month, the month of July. So we would also like to bring another charity to your attention, the Disability Rights Fund. The Disability Rights Fund empowers persons with disabilities to advance equal rights through grant marketing, advocacy, and technical assistance. They envision a world where persons with disabilities fully participate in society and enjoy equal rights and opportunities on an equal basis with others. Their mission is to support persons with disabilities in the developing world to advance legal frameworks to realize their rights. So this is a great fund to support. You can support them with us by going to disabilityrightsfund.org and clicking the donate button. Um, So it is Disability Pride Month and Permission to Dance uh, and all of the talk about it on Twitter really gave us the insight that Mm -hmm. this month is what's being celebrated right now. Um, So in the doc, we encourage you guys to uh, read the article that we linked. It's called Disability Pride Month, Everything You Need to Know. And in the article, uh, they cover the history of Disability Pride Month, why people with disabilities celebrate it, and where they already have Disability Awareness Month in October. They also talk about the relevance of it this year in 2021 and how you can celebrate it as both a disabled and non-disabled individual. Yeah. So a lot of great info. Yeah, a really great article, especially if you're not able to donate to just go and be, you know, be more educated on it or, you know, just other ways that you can support. It's, yeah. it's a great resource. Definitely. Okay, let's go ahead and get into Permission to Dance. So just some general background information on the song. It was released on July 9th, 2021 as a gift for armies for their eighth birthday. So the promotions were really short. It was maybe a week and a half, two weeks of promotions. Mm -hmm. But the promotions were sent in these Butter concept photos that were also promoting the Butter CD. So for our last episode, we weren't even sure Permission to Dance was going to happen it was just rumored it was rumored so yeah that was two weeks ago uh, less than two weeks ago so it just was you know not a whole lot of promotion around it because it isn't the the main single the main release that they were doing for the album for the cd for the cd yeah but we did go and get our cds Mm -hmm. we both got the peaches and cream both of them both versions Mm -hmm. had to couldn't resist what was so special about it though is we both ended up getting our double biases somehow in this packaging. So I got Taeyang's photo card and J-Hope's photo card. That has never happened to me. Yeah, it was so special. Mm -hmm. And for me, I mean, I've been emotional lately, but I literally cried when I opened up my, I think I opened the Peaches version first. And when I got to the card that said a message from, I got a message from RM, which was like so cool that, you know, it has a little fold out with like a couple other photos and like messages from him. Mm-hmm. And then right underneath it, I got Jimin's photo card. Yeah. I li- I cried. I mean, I just felt like it was destiny that yeah. I got this box. It just, it meant so much to me. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then in my other box, I got a message from Young and J-Hope's photo card. Yeah. So it was awesome. So I got both of our double biases. Mm-hmm. So cool. So cool. The packaging was all really, really nice. Oh man. It was quality. Beautiful. Yeah. I, uh, I also ordered a boom box so that way I can play my butter cassette tape and my butter CDs. Oh, um, yeah. I just really need to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. So I got my butter vinyl oh, and we played it when yes. we were hanging out. Yeah, very nice. Anyways, so in addition, the only other promotional um, thing that they did for Permission to Dance was they did release a 30-second teaser, and that was on July 6th. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people were talking about the teaser just Mostly talking about Yoongi in the teaser mm-hmm. uh, because everybody loves a teaser that begins and ends with Yoongi. It reminded us of fire. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, I mean, that was my main takeaway from the teaser. Yeah. Was, in the magazine that he, he was holding oh, yeah. and everything that it, that was written on it. But we'll get into that when we get into the music video. Definitely. So for the debut of Permission to Dance, we got together. I came over to Bethany's place and we hung out for the evening and just waited for it to come out. It came out at 11 p.m. our time. And, um, you know, we didn't really have a lot of expectations. Like Bethany mentioned, I had been on vacation. So I was on vacation like the week leading up to this release. So I just wasn't on Twitter a lot. I just wasn't really 
interacting with the community at mm-hmm. that time. So I, you know, hadn't heard a lot about Permission to Dance so far. I had, I think I watched the teaser like one time. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have a lot of expectations like walking into it. Yeah. I mean, I was, I was on Twitter. I was really expecting it I because I saw that Ed Sheeran had written on it. I was really excited for that because he worked on Make It Right. Um, so I was curious to see what that was, that was going to bring. Um, but yeah, when we went in to actually watch it mm-hmm. for our, our initial reactions. Um, I mean, I think I was like speechless, but not in a good way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really, of course, it's BTS and I love BTS like with all of my heart. So I really wanted to love the song, but like I was really not totally into it. And that evening, like leaving your loft and going home, like I felt pretty disappointed and mm-hmm. honestly, like not a good feeling. I really, the next day, like I didn't, I avoided Twitter and I didn't even text Bethany. You, I didn't text you that yeah. much because I just I knew, felt sad. I felt that you needed time. I did. But I felt a similar, I, as I listened to it more and more and learned more and more about the song, I've really come around to it. Um, but for you, it took a little bit longer, especially yeah. once we got into research. Yeah, I feel yeah. like, you know, as we talk through this episode, I'm hoping that my feelings really change about it. Like yeah. even walking away from it and like I was I spent the Saturday morning talking with my husband over breakfast about like, I really want to know like why I feel so disappointed about this song. Like I want to get to the bottom of it. Mm-hmm. So I was looking forward to researching and to talking through this episode with you because I'm still obviously holding out hope that it grows on me even more mm-hmm. um, because I really want to like it. I see everybody loving it, you know, feeling having these big emotional reactions to the song of how happy and joyful it makes them feel and, you know, to not feel feel that same way um was really disheartening you know yeah yeah, yeah. so that's why it was just emotional for you it was it, emotional. And it was, it, yeah just complex emotions but there's a lot of um positivity with this song and there's a lot of good elements of this song so i don't yeah. want anyone to think that this episode is going to be just negative uh, yeah or sad no yeah. it's not we're and covering I've, it in the same way that we've done with every other song but i've really come around to it yeah and mm-hmm. you know i think that as we discuss it more like i will too mm-hmm. yeah yeah Before we move on to vibe and production, I just want to say if you're also somebody who didn't feel that immediate connection to permission to dance, like you're not the only one and it's okay. Like it can be really, really hard to like not be fully in on something that BTS makes. And, you know, so hopefully you come around to it a little bit more, um, you know, just like I'm hoping to do. But um, Mm -hmm. don't don't feel like you're alone and don't feel bad about yourself for that. And don't feel like you're going to be kicked out of the fandom because it's not normal to like every single song that a group puts out. That's totally not normal. Uh, So it's okay to not fully vibe with a song. Some people immediately, instantly love this song. They instantly connected with the song and that's awesome. But there are a handful of armies who haven't felt as connected with the song or just don't vibe with it. And that's okay. Yeah. So, I mean, if you identify with that, then I think the rest of this episode will really help you and speak to you. Yeah. 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 All right. So for Vibe and Production, this song was written by Ed Sheeran, Steve Mack, Johnny McDade, and Jenna Andrews. And then it was produced by Steve Mack, Stephen Kirk, and Jenna Andrews. So just for the description of how the song sounds... For the instruments in the song, there is a a piano, strings, there's clapping, and then classic pop rhythm and beat. It's very poppy. It's super upbeat. Pure pop. Yeah, very pop. Pure pop. Uh, Overall, though, for the vibe, it's extremely joyous. It is celebratory, upbeat, happy. And then I also really think that it's more of a family-friendly, you know, just like all people from all types of life could just enjoy this song and feel happiness listening to this song. Yeah, it does feel very family friendly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then I also find it to be unifying. The end of the song, especially when the instrumental drops, you really hear that in the instrumental version of the song. You can hear that it's just the clapping. And that part, all of BTS and all of ARMY get to sing in unison while clapping to the beat. And this type of, you know, instrument without the instrumental just the vocals and everyone singing together it creates this 
empowering, unified moment. And I think that creates this emotional response, which I found that one time listening through to this song at the very end, I did cry. Like I had seen a lot of people were getting emotional with it. And it's just because it's powerful. It's empowering to have this moment where it's just joy and happiness all together singing unified. Mm-hmm. And it, all the people coming together, all the like people seeing coming them in together. the video coming together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's for me, it's a celebratory life goes on. Uh, it, it feels like the end, a send off of, of COVID, of, of the COVID, the the COVID, COVID era. era. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I really appreciate those things about this song. It's theatrical to a point. It, it's, it sounds like um, the end of a musical. It sounds like, especially Greece. I think you had mentioned Greece, mm-hmm. but the last song in Greece, yeah, <laughs> where they're all celebrating, but they're it's a send off from them from high school into college. So I really think that's what this song is meant to deliver and what this song's purpose is. Yeah, and yeah, we'll get into that. But it the sound is more family friendly. Like I really feel it could be a rollout credit for a movie that has a very happy ending. That's what it feels like to me. It really mm-hmm. feels like it's a a roll credit on something. Yeah. Um, it definitely feels like the end, you know. So it is. It's a it, celebration. It's a celebration. It can. It really is symbolic of the end of the COVID era, you know, yeah. of even of BTS's COVID era, yeah. which I think helps, you know, for me putting into perspective what the song is meant to be, mm-hmm. you know. And it's also an extension of butter. Yeah, you know, because with the Butter EP CD that they put out, now they have permission to dance with it too. So it's going off these these still very summer happy vibes and you know these more upbeat songs for the summer. And so this really is their send off song to it's the end of an era. This is their end of their COVID nineteen into what's to come for twenty twenty two. Yeah, I definitely felt that, and mm-hmm. it. it works well as that celebration mm-hmm. and the the hints to a tour and, yeah you know everything yeah. so all right let's let's get into the the lyrics and the meaning of this song yeah so kind of going off of this whole family friendly more universal all ages people of all walks of life could enjoy this song in the very first verse with jungkook and rm they sing It's the thought of being young when your heart's just like a drum beating louder with no way to guard it. That line makes me think, okay, with this song, I have all of my opinions and views on on BTS and their writing and their style. But when I listen to this song, this first line, I'm like, I am taken back to a time when I was younger where I didn't have a huge guard up and that, you know, you know, easy listen songs like this could just make me feel pure joy, mm-hmm. you know, innocent joy and happiness. Yeah. And I think this really sets this first line sets the stage for the rest of the song and what yes. the song is, which mm-hmm. is feeling that youthful joy before you're mm-hmm. kind of jaded by the before world. Before you're jaded by, by the world. Yeah, yeah. When you when you interpreted that line that way, it really struck me because I said to you during during research before I was like really feeling good about this song in any way I was like I just maybe I'm just too mentally ill to like love this song like I'm too depressed to like Mm -hmm. feel the joy but just thinking about like going back to thinking about that youthful innocence you know it helps yeah yeah of childhood yeah when I mean I felt the same way about you too I had a thought where I'm like oh my gosh another just really happy joyous song you know just to be you know just a song about being happy I'm like what is wrong with me? Do I not want to be happy? You know, like, yeah. why, why wouldn't I want that? Um, anyways, but RM ends up saying, when it all seems like it's wrong, just sing along to Elton John and to that feeling, we're just getting started. Uh, I love the the shout out for Elton John, mm-hmm. especially knowing that Ed Sheeran uh, wrote this song. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, I feel that connection, that British yeah. connection there. <laughs> but I love Elton John. Elton John was my very first concert. Really? I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. I absolutely love Elton John. And the the Nana Nas in this song mm-hmm. remind me a lot of the La La La's that we have in uh, Crocodile Rock. Yes, from Elton John. totally. But Elton John also ended up tweeting that all feels right when he listens to Permission to Dance. 
I love that. I love that too. That's so cool. Um, I really love the chorus. Like I love, I love how it sounds. Like I love the melody of it. Um, but the the lyrics are so so fun. Um, when they say the music's got me going, ain't nothing that can stop how we move. Um, you know, it just feels like no matter what happens, like you're just gonna dance through it. And saying, let's break our plans and live just like we're golden and roll in like we're dancing fools, you know, like a dancing fool just totally letting loose, you know, Mm -hmm. letting all of your worries and everything just go away and just living in that happiness. Mm -hmm. Um, I just love that. And I just have to say, live just like we're golden makes me think of Stay Gold, which they released last year during COVID. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the post-chorus especially when Jimin delivers this line because Jimin is just destroying me with this song. The, Jimin is fantastic in this song. His vocals are like top notch and the black hair is incredible and his happiness is just beaming, you mm-hmm. know? Um, but he says- All of the vocal line really executes. They though. really do. Yeah, especially in the live just, performance. Yeah, Jimin is just really something in this. Mm-hmm. Um, but he says, we don't need to worry because when we fall, we know how to land. And I mean, it's that's just- like an inspirational line you that know? line makes me choke up yeah mm-hmm. it's like even if you fail or even if you falter like you're gonna land on your feet you're gonna be okay yeah um and i love the beat the beat to the walk the walk and talk the talk tonight song do, um do, 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 yes it's do, so good do, yeah. It's that's really catchy. (laughs) Well, I'm just like, even though I walked away the first night after listening to the song and watching the video for the first time, um, the chorus was stuck in my head, Mm -hmm. even though I was like, I don't like it and I don't know why. And but it was the chorus still stuck in my head. It's so catchy. Oh, yeah. It's incredibly catchy. There's no denying that the song will get stuck in your ears for for some time Mm -hmm. after listening one time through. Yeah. Um, and then I love J-Hope's line where he says, there's always something that's standing in the way, but if you don't let it phase you, you'll know just how to break. It makes me think of disease and the topics that he talked about in that. But like, again, J-Hope just always delivering the positivity and like a coping mechanism. And, mm-hmm. you know, just it's like another little empowering phrase for you. Yeah. Not letting it phase you. Yeah, being flexible, moving yeah. around, flowing with it. Yeah, that really makes me think of J-Hope and, and disease too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I I just have to praise this soap verse that yeah. happens here. Incredible. Uh, because this verse sounds different from all the other verses and the chorus and the pre-chorus, just the way that their melodies run, it, even though they're not having their rap verses, they're not doing rap here, the way that they sing differently and that their their melody is different from the other verses gives off an illusion of that. Yeah. And so I just like my favorite part of the song is this part. <laughs> <laughs> and also soap. But soap. yeah. Uh, so Yoongi's lines, he says, just keep the right vibe. Yeah. Because there's no looking back. There ain't no one to prove. We don't got this on lock. Yeah. These lyrics are just, if I have something really positive to say about Permission to Dance, is I think these lyrics are superior to the Dynamite and Butter lyrics. Ooh, superior to Butter, too. I think so. Wow. Well, because I think the way that they're, these lyrics are conveying the message of, like, saying there's no looking back, like, to not to not live in the past or not get stuck there— uh, feeling like you know you don't need to prove yourself. You just got to keep the right vibe. Like I think these these lyrics resonate with me more. I think they describe better than what like Dynamite, where it's just like a little funk and soul. Which mm-hmm. no no hate to Dynamite at all. At I mean all. yeah. Um, but I just think that these lyrics are are written better. Mm-hmm. I mean I definitely agree with you about having better lyrics than Dynamite. Um, yeah. like so at times Dynamite felt like it was like a hodgepodge of you know, like cliches American cliches put together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I these lyrics have are so much better and, yeah. you know, really have true substance. And like once we started looking at the lyrics, that's what started to shift my perspective about this song a yeah. lot was I was like, wow, these lyrics actually have substance. Yeah. And to me, like I'm a lyrics person, like that's what will really make me appreciate a song or an artist is if their lyrics have meaning, mm-hmm. you know, and I really do feel that way with these. I agree with you. Yeah. 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 In the pre-chorus, v, um, I think it's V, Jungkook, and Jimin, 
They sing, the wait is over. The time is now, so let's do it right. For me, this was a direct answer to a question I've been asking for some time is when are they going back on tour? When do we get to know about what's going on with rescheduled dates? I really want to know, especially since we've seen a lot of American artists going on tour, setting up tour dates, sales being, you know, tickets being sold. I've been eager and impatient to know (laughs) when BTS are going to go back on tour and to hear them say through song, which it makes sense that they would deliver this message to ARMY on their birthday through song saying, the wait is over. The time is now. So let's do it right. Like they're going to, it's not going to be any concert. This concert is going to be totally different. Yeah. I, I feel that it's just, it's going to be nothing like I've all ever experienced in my life, but the wait is over. The just, time is now. So let's do it right. They're not right. going to pass up the opportunity and it's going to be the best mm-hmm. of your life. Yeah. Yeah. Which brings me to the title of the song and just the part in the chorus and the bridge when they say, we don't need permission to dance it makes me think of any with all of COVID-19 it's been oh can we even do that because of COVID or oh are they even going to be open or can we you know this that everything that you can't do can't do always needing permission in some way or like oh you can do this if you wear a mask or or you can attend this event if you're vaccinated or whatnot and I love this the use of permission and we don't need it anymore yeah. Mm-hmm. And then so lastly, for the pre-chorus and the lyrics, they say, well, let me show you that we can keep the fire alive because it's not over till it's over. Say it one more time. And this is just hopeful. Mm-hmm. This is so hopeful that BTS, the, their fire is not out. They are still going there. I mean, seven weeks. Butter is number one, has been number one on Billboard. For seven for weeks. For seven weeks. And yeah. they have not been able to be with ARMY in getting close to two years. And let's talk about how now they're in their eighth year and they just spoke about in an interview how big of a deal it is to even have made it past five years. Yeah. Um, you know, most idol contracts end in seven years, just like BTS's first contract is. And most groups, it's rare to make it past five years. So the fact that BTS have made it eight years is like such an accomplishment. And yeah. like to have butter happening right now, yeah. huge. Yeah, they've exceeded that milestone in that K-pop industry. This is why we really feel that they're just, they're separate from that title, from that yeah. category. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they a really huge are accomplishment. Beyond. Their eighth anniversary is so significant. Seven was crazy because they're seven members, but to make it to eight years, almost a whole decade together. Yeah. Oh my God. I can't wait for 10 years. 10 years. Decade. Yeah. It's going to be crazy. Yeah. Um, so they're really keeping the fire yeah. alive. Yeah. And then, I mean, after that last post-chorus, they go into the chorus again and that's when they drop the instrumental out and, and it's when... And you yeah. sing. Yeah. And those doom-doom, it's, it's very theatrical. It's epic. Yeah. Uh, it has a huge bill. And you feel, you feel very unified and happy and it's just a celebration send-off to like celebrate the end of this god-awful time yeah and that's what it's supposed to be so like once you look at the lyrics and you can say or you can see the real meaning and you know the message of them and how they're so empowering and hopeful and joyful Mm -hmm. then the super joyful pop pure pop of the song really makes sense like that being the production style yeah yeah Mm mm-hmm Okay, let's talk about the music video. Yeah. Okay, so the music video for the set and the concept. The concept was this American Western cowboy uh, vibe. Just vibe. I don't know. Theme? I I was curious about it. I had asked you, like, why the cowboy Western feel? And you told me, like, oh, it's just another classic American thing. That's just how I feel about it. I mean... I know that there's like probably like Western culture in like Western Australia where they have like a lot of ranches uh-huh. and farms. I mean, I'm sure in other, but Everywhere, the American yeah. cowboy, I think is something that's really unique. Mm-hmm. Um, that Western feel. I mean, like there's a whole category of like yeah. Western movies, Western music, you know. But it makes sense for their third or fourth English song if you're including Savage Love, but for their, <laughs> your, their third English track track yeah to like embody another classic americana vibe Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah 
So since they're not able to travel to a desert, Hybe created their own desert in South Korea. So like talk about high production value. Like they had to ship in like dirt and like sand and stuff yeah. to like create this set. It was crazy seeing the the backstage scenes for it. Mm-hmm. But for their outfits, we just have to briefly talk about all of them, of Obviously. course. Jungkook is this goth cowboy. His bangs are covering like one whole side of his face, like over one of his one of his eyes, like mm-hmm. fully. Really thrown off by that. Was not. I just have to ask that. Iconics how you feel about the bangs because honestly, the bangs being the first thing I see in the music video is what like first threw me off. Like I'm like these 2007 emo bangs, yeah. but then like I've heard people love them. Yeah, and my I'm, sister loves them yeah. because it, she loves K dramas and she says it reminds her of you know this really hot guy in this K drama. He had a similar <laughs> hairstyle, so she's like totally digging Jungkook's bangs. And I have to say, the more that I watch the music video, the more I come around to it. But yeah. is that just like the Jungkook? I feel effect? that's been this whole this whole song for you. It's just like the more you listen to it, the more you see it, the more you kind of come around to it. I know. Yeah. Which is just not normal for me. But that's not normal for you. No. And I mean, it shouldn't have to be that way. No. You know. Anyways, but he's got this leather jacket. He's got tassels all over his outfit. Just all black. Goth cowboy. It's great. It's (laughs) great. How else would you dress Jungkook for this? (laughs) J-Hope. I can't even talk about it. Like, I really can't talk about it. It's still too soon. But he's in these chaps. Insane. Insane. These black chaps with these bright white jeans that he's got Mm -hmm. on too. We'll get into it more. But But his shirt? He's sleeveless. He's in a sleeveless shirt. So his arms are out. His His, armpits are out. His skin is so beautifully tanned. And then his haircut is... He's just really rocking this hair. The platinum blonde short haircut. Mm -hmm. The Mm -hmm. like choppy cut. Superior. It is. It really is. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, And then (laughs) Taeyang is in this red cowboy getup with also black tassels down the legs, the pant legs of this red suit. But once we got like Taeyang for Dynamite, that one performance of Dynamite where he was in that full red suit, that was like when I walked out of your house because I was just couldn't <laughs> had to handle leave the it. Room. Had to leave the entire the house. building. <laughs> uh so getting this red cowboy get up is also destroying me. <laughs> red is I mean apparently his color. Green is his color also he looks really good in red. He just red. looks good in everything. Well that's true. But the red really <laughs> um Namjoon had this like Western style button down shirt like with like white with like black detail. Um, and then a, the neon mullet is like really the focal point. I mean, yeah. I love it. I'm a fan. I'm a huge fan of his whole outfit. The arms are being shown off, the unbuttoned to show off the chest a little bit. And mm-hmm. the the mullet is just, I mean, he looks phenomenal. He looks great. Uh, Yoongi has the full maroon fit on. He's rocking it. And I love the soft blue hair. Yeah. I'm living for it. The The soft blue hair really fits him. I, I think it can compete with the mint hair, Yoongi. Oh. Soft blue hair over mint hair any day, I feel. Me yeah. too. <laughs> I would put like his like It feels criminal hair. saying that. Oh, well, I mean, <laughs> just my opinion. <laughs> um, wow, Jin. Oh, he had that white tasseled shirt, like full tassels across and uh-huh. leather pants, black leather pants with like a like a decal on them. Mm-hmm. Who put Jin in leather pants? Like that was too much for me. Mm-hmm. Um phenomenal and then Jimin had this all black outfit with like western appliques on it and white tassels across that really stood out and mm-hmm. I mean the all black outfit with, with the, the black, black hair, hair. Uh, ah! yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah incredible Jimin really took my breath away for the, he was for really the music video. in the music video he was stealing the show he mm-hmm. was just so cute so yeah. joyful yeah yeah um so other redeeming qualities about the song that like once we got into research that really made me come around to the song more was all of the diversity in the video. Yeah. Um, all ages, multiple races, all different genders represented in this music video. And that is really important to me. And mm-hmm. I think BTS is showing that it's important to them. And you know, um, I just feel like it's inclusive. It's I love inclusivity. Yeah, it's the whole video is inclusivity. I feel that's a, a major message of it. I could not but to, but notice the elderly man who has a cane and he's dancing there with his wife. 
it looks like they were sitting on a park bench there, but to see that they're dancing and to even see, uh, you know, an older man with a cane. Uh, I mean, I work with the geriatric population, so it just warms my heart to see the inclusivity of that too. Yeah. And I mean, I when you noticed that, I shared a story with you that my grandma uses a walker and she often doesn't want to like go out in public and, you know, be out in public because she doesn't want to use her walker in public and she has some sort of stigma or embarrassment about using it. Mm-hmm. So I just love that they have this elderly man with a cane in this video, you know, yeah. that millions of people are going to see and just any representation in media for using um, an assistive device. Yeah, an assistive device is mm-hmm. important. Yeah. Because it's, it should just be normalized. It should be normalized. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, as a teacher and just somebody who really likes kids, um, the children playing and dancing together really struck me. You know, something that has really been talked about in education over the past year and a half is how much the kids are missing out on the socialization with their friends and like what that does developmentally and yeah. what how much they need that, you know. Yeah. And I mean, we lost a year in our 20s. Like, OK, so what? They lost a whole year and a half, two years of childhood and those are such important years. So I got mm-hmm. emotional seeing the kids playing and dancing yeah. together. Kids playing together and play being such an essential part of their development. Mm-hmm. That's I really hadn't thought too much about that just because I'm not surrounded by many children right now. But yeah, that breaks my heart. So it's so it's so warming to see children playing and dancing together, like on a playground and yeah. you know, being outside having fun, being with their friends. Yeah. I also saw that there's a couple and they're out to eat like on a date. And at the very end of the video, when they get to take off their masks, they also share a kiss with each other. Mm-hmm. Makes me think about all the, the single people who are trying to date. Yes. Like, <laughs> you know, people who who need losing that companionship too. Mm-hmm. Um, so getting to see a couple and having a nice time just going out to dinner, something that before we all really took for granted. Yeah. Um, I was really, I mean, we both were really happy to see all of the essential workers represented. Uh, obviously the waitress at the beginning. And then we see a postal worker, the teacher and custodian. I mean, I'm a teacher. That was so cool to see a teacher represented, to see my profession yep. represented in a BTS video it was really cool. Um, and then office workers returning to the office because there was a banner that said, welcome back. So it's like them not working from home anymore and being back in the office. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just cool to get like that shout out, you know. Yeah. Yeah. All of these essential workers. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, the essential workers being included, they deserve that celebration, too, that like this song is really about celebrating. Um, So it was saying like, hey, these are the people that really got us through this and, you know, had a lot of the worst of it. They didn't show like medical staff as well. But, you know, these are I feel like the people that they showed are people that are often overlooked. Overlooked, especially like for me, the custodian. Yeah. Having to clean a lot of the people like at the hospitals and stuff, Mm -hmm. like thinking about the housekeeping staff who are having to go to extreme lengths so people feel safe because it's sanitized. Yeah. So a school custodian, you know, that's coming that's coming to like a life or death situation if you don't do your job oh, and, yeah. and clean. They're some know. of the most important people in the building. Exactly. You know, I would say like secretaries, custodians, those are the mm-hmm. most important people in the building. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, they I mean, them being represented in this video just symbolizes like, hey, you guys are amazing and you helped us get through all of this and you deserve a celebration. Yeah, it's it's wonderful to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So other symbolism that happens in this music video, at the beginning, we see the waitress come out with pancakes and there's butter, of course, on the pancakes. And she goes over to the window and looks out the window. And this is like symbolic of moving on from the butter era, looking out the window for what's ahead to the future. Post-COVID era. BTS has been in this covid era with dynamite butter and permission to dance and, and life goes on kind of named it the covid era now with like the yeah. newspapers in this video mm-hmm. because it truly embodies what this last like year and a half has been yeah jimin's magazine that he's holding on the cover it says our life goes on 2022 the beginning of a new era so that's what makes us also think that 
the COVID era is over, they're going to be going into a fully new era, which also makes sense for why Butter has its own EP CD with permission to dance and that there hasn't been a full album release yet because I think they're holding off on that for 2022's world tour. Yeah. I'm saying it. So <laughs> so now we're expecting later on in this year, like fall of this year for an, an album. album. Mm-hmm. So that way when they go on tour next year, it will be relevant. Fresh new music. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. And another symbol of that, too, is J-Hope is dancing in front of this destination sign. And there's all sorts of countries and cities all over this. And you see him dancing, you know, with joy, doing the, the American Sign Language or International mm-hmm. Sign Language for joy or, or fun in front of it. And it just really makes us think like, OK, this is the message, the hint that they're going to be traveling and going on tour again. And where they're going. Where they're going. Yeah. 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 There were some places on there that I don't think had tour dates previously. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if they are if they had to wait all this time, mm-hmm. you know they're going to do it bigger and better. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. time is right. Mm, the time is right. Yeah. 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 There's also ah. purple balloons. These purple balloons are for ARMY. And how do you have a celebration with balloons? So this, I think, also symbolizes that celebration element of the song, the signal of the end, uh, and that this is a, a time to celebrate and yeah. be happy. Definitely. And then lastly, we see everyone at the beginning of the video wearing masks. And like, throughout. And throughout. And then at the very end, we see the kids, the server, the teacher, and the custodian uh, the older couple and the other couple remove their masks mm-hmm. and just dancing and having a good time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So symbolic of the end. Yes. Yeah. So let's talk about the choreo of this song because the choreo is so important and also one of the big things that initially, you know, turned changed my perspective on the mm-hmm. song mm-hmm. because once I saw on Twitter that the choreo had sign language in it, I was like, wow, ding, ding. That's another like check for inclusivity. That's incredible for them to include that. And it meant so much to so many people. Mm-hmm. So this is from Bomharu 1230 on Twitter. Um, but they said that the choreography incorporates international sign language and the sign language means fun, dance and peace. So the kind of moving their hands up and down in front of their body while raising the thumb um, and bending the rest of the fingers means fun. Moving the two fingers side to side on top of the palm is for dance that they do that right in the like they're doing all of these in the chorus. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the of course the v sign with both of their arms raised means peace the peace sign yeah Yeah. so i mean super inclusive choreography right there Mm -hmm. it's during the na 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 at the end that Mm -hmm. you and and what's fun about it is you get to dance along to it but you're doing sign language with it and now we've all learned how to do the sign the international sign language for fun dance and peace how Mm -hmm. awesome is that really cool extremely inclusive yeah so so some other favorite moments from just the music video that the we choreo. need to point out mm-hmm. is the first break into the chorus choreography. If you look at Jimin, like the very first time they break out into the chorus, Jimin puts his, he does this like fast high step. They all do where they run into place, but he brings his knees up super high and he pulls his arms and fists into his chest and he looks up. And he just looks so adorable. It's like so extremely adorable. I have to put it in slow motion and just continuously rewind and watch it over and over. I honestly just need a gif of it. Yes. It's at 53 seconds if you really want to know what I'm talking about. But I'm sure a lot of you know what part I'm talking about. It's just like so adorable how he does this. Yeah. And he's he could not smiling. look happier. He he's could like not look happier. Sunshine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He could not look happier. It's so adorable. Um, I really love Namjoon's talk the talk walking along um, like next to every other member. Yeah. Namjoon looks fucking hot. Okay. Yeah. Like he looks incredible. He could not look better. So mm-hmm. he kills me. But every single member as he walks by, they whip their head around and stare right at the camera and each one destroys. It's like, an iconic shot. It is iconic. Mm-hmm. It definitely is. How they is. look over their shoulder right as Namjoon is passing each member. Yeah. And mm-hmm. they are serving. Like they really yeah. give such a powerful stare. They look incredible. Mm-hmm. And then once he gets to Jen, who's last in line, Jin does his classic wrist twirl that he does to press up his sunglasses. I love that additional personal touch that like only true army would notice that and, mm-hmm. and catch on to that. Yeah. Um, 
all of Soap's part. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously. (laughs) All of Soap's part, like that part of the music video uh, is, it's just my favorite part of the whole thing. I mean, when Soap just... The transitions, mm-hmm. they stay superior. They're forever going to be superior. Yeah. When he, when Hobie just pops into the camera frame holding the purple balloon, he just looks so happy, just mm-hmm. like so cute. And then getting to, to Yoongi. He reels him in. He Ooh. reels in Yoongi. And then they get this intertwined twisting of their like alternating their legs together. Yeah. And they're close. Mm-hmm. It's just... It's a lot to take in. They're hot. I really, <laughs> I really like that dance move. Like when they're like, I think we called it the twist when they're like both doing the twist, uh-huh. but they're doing it kind of into each other. I just want them closer. I want them like inches from each other doing yeah. that. That'd be great. Yeah. Just um, push them right next to each other. <laughs> yeah. But something about that reminds me of like the diner dance scene in Pulp Fiction also, because they mm-hmm. kind of like do the twist moment in that. So it kind of gives like this coupley vibe. Yeah. Soap. Yeah, it's yeah. a great shot of them. It's, I mean, it's so fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I also love Yoongi's aggressive hip thrust during his line. They just have like literally a one second clip of all seven of them. Well, not all seven of them do it. Most yeah. of them do it. Um, but doing a little hip but thrust. But Yoongi is front and center. Oh, of course. And mm-hmm. you know that his are aggressive. You know, we know that from the New Year's Eve performance mm-hmm. from Make It Right, the body oh. rolls. Oh, gosh. But, <laughs> but I mean, so I just feel like they just had to get a little hip thrust in there somewhere mm-hmm. in this very family friendly, like all inclusive. <laughs> anyone could like this song video. This is for the hard stands. This is for the just one second for the hard stands. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I also love Jungkook's solo dance in the laundromat. Um, He looks, again, hot. He looks so phenomenal. Again, this emo cowboy look is really working for him. And although I was like impartial to the bangs, he kind of has them pushed out of his face for this part. So I'm vibing with it. Mm -hmm. Um, I love the neon lights and the purple balloons that that are like inside the washing machines too. It's very cool. Yeah, the lighting is really neat. And to see him go in, he looks like he's dancing like a fool. Like he's just Oh yeah, he's letting loose. Yeah, he's letting loose. He's by himself, like dancing with no one watching. But uh, he's just, he looks great. And then I love the spin that he does at the yes. very end. He looks like a figure skater with how fast he spins and twirls with his arms pulled in. So skilled. Yeah, very yeah, skilled. I yeah. love that. Mm-hmm. So we have to talk at length about J-Hope's chaps. <laughs> <laughs> so the the part that we really get a good shot of it is when J-Hope comes front and center and they're in this outside shot. It looks like it's getting close to like evening time. And they say the walk the walk line there. And he he puts his thumbs in his jeans and the camera is low. So we see like the black belt and these black chops are just like framing the white crotch jean area. And just like, <laughs> oh, he could not look more perfect. His tan skin, his arms are out because of the sleeveless shirt. Uh, he looks incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, the... The hair, the outfit, everything. I mean, he rocks it. He's, yeah. He really takes your breath away in this shot of oh, him. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So handsome. <laughs> uh, and then another part that a lot of armies really love and we just can't get enough of is Jen has a part two where he bends down in the choreography. They all go to touch the ground. But a lot of the, the members have like one button unbuttoned on the top of their shirt. So when he bends down... We get to see like through and down the shirt just a little bit. So we get a lot of chest. Yeah. But then he comes up with this beaming smile. Like his smile is just uh, always right in the world with the way that he smiles at us here. And the dichotomy of the like chest exposure smile. It's too much. I don't know how to process it. It's overwhelming. (laughs) Back to back, too quick. Uh, this is why we stand Jen. I love that shot of Jen. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So at the very end of the song, when all the instrumental drops, we all sing along, we clap in unison, and then you see these backup dancers come in in like these white outfits. Mm-hmm. And this is a part of the song that starts to move a lot of people if they weren't moved already. It it's is just moving. seeing everybody come in. And I mean, I will say that although it's taken me a long time to come around to this song, the last time that we watched the video before recording, I did feel moved by the ending of everybody coming in, you Mm -hmm. know? Um, 
I really love Jimin's dance moves at the end too. They're so big and grand and again, like almost theatrical, but Mm -hmm. he just on every big like horn or whatever that beat is, um, he just pops this big dance move off and my eye is just drawn to him. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Jungkook, when he does his, he does a run during this part, it's very brief and he's like, what? Yeah, and he just flips his head back and his thighs look like they're about to bust through these jeans. <laughs> Thunder thighs. Uh, but yeah, the, uh, all of them are like getting into these jean outfits at the end. Yeah. And then after the song concludes in the video, we get like a behind the scenes uh, ending shot to the video where um, they're playing the chorus again and BTS is dancing to permission to dance with their entire crew, probably everyone who works with them on a day-to-day basis, everybody who worked on the music video. CEOs, Mm -hmm. uh, directors, Mm -hmm. choreographers, all there. Yeah. It's genuine happiness. Yeah. Like maybe for the performance and for when they were singing the song and doing the music video that of course they're going to look happy and joyful because that's what the song is. But at the end, when it's just the instrumental playing and they're all just having fun and dancing, to see the crew, I really started reflecting on everything that they've had to go through and how that they had to adapt and find new ways over the course of this year and a half to try to figure out how to keep reaching ARMY despite all of these restrictions. Um, And it's just wonderful to see it taking place in this way like through this message of song and then to see them at the end when they're just having a blast like yeah. it's not for the the music video anymore they're just out there celebrating and yeah. saying you know the time we've gotten through it the the tough times are over yeah and for me even though this isn't like a favorite song of mine and initially I really did not even like it seeing this at the end um even, especially after talking through the whole song and you know looking at the lyrics and the the real meaning and purpose of the song seeing them do this I'm like wow this is their celebration for getting through this incredibly difficult I mean everyone has had a difficult time during COVID but they had to pivot and totally change everything that they were doing and I mean we know how much BTS misses ARMY they cry over how much they miss Mm -hmm. ARMY and so for them to them acknowledging the light at the end of the tunnel and the end of the COVID era um, to be able to celebrate that with all of the people that are on their team Mm -hmm. um, you know they deserve that so like if even if the song was just made for just them to deserve and celebrate themselves in this moment I think I would be behind the song yeah like they deserve that I imagine them getting the announcement from their staff and their team sitting down saying hey, we just got to prove that we can go back on tour. And then making this song. How out there, like, if we need another song, what kind of song are they going to want to write? Right. This kind of song. This kind of song. Yeah, so it totally makes sense. Yeah. Um, I don't know if any of you guys listened to the episode of the K-pop cast that we were on that we talked about Butter, but one of the other people on it that we became friends with, his name is Rodri, and he went into that episode really disliking Butter, and throughout the course of the episode and our discussion with him, he ended up saying by the end of it, he actually liked Butter now, and we changed his opinion on it. Mm -hmm. So, like, I'm happy to say that through the course of research and talking about this song that I was Rodried. <laughs> you were Rodried. <laughs> I was Rodried. And, um, you know, I really have come around to permission to dance. I feel like I've almost done a 180 on it because at first I really, really rejected it. And I went to really feeling this harsh rejection towards it to being more neutral. And now I could almost even say, I mean, I will say I like it. Yeah. Um, you know, I do genuinely like it now. And and I really would love to see P-Dog and members of BTS on the production team of any English song they create. Mm-hmm. But I do love this song for what it is and for what it represents. And I think that I'm okay for just living in the moment and being joyful with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Wow, that's I'm really great. happy I got to this point. I'm so happy that you got to this point. You saw me heartbroken over not yeah. liking it. Like I was literally crying because mm-hmm. I had never felt that way about a BTS song. Yeah. We were having extremely complex emotions about it. Yeah. And we know that a lot of other armies have felt this way. And what I've really realized is that what where this fandom can go 
sour is when we get to a point where it's like, you should, you're allowed, we can have permission to criticize, permission to not like every single song or every single thing that BTS does. It, that it, the world just doesn't work that way. It would be very weird if we were all hive-minded like that. And so it's okay to, to have this constructive um, criticism. Uh, my, you know, kind of concluding thoughts here, when I heard about the release of Permission to Dance, I really was thinking about more of the, the reason for it with the Butter CDEP. Uh, my theory behind it is that Butter wasn't going to be put on the next album, but they wanted, I mean, Butter is such a terrific song. What are they going to do with it? Uh, what, how are they going to sell copies of it other than just like the MP3s that they're, that they're doing or the cassettes and stuff. So in order to make an EPCD, they needed another, at least another song with the instrumentals. And so I really feel that Permission to Dance allowed for that. And Permission to Dance is an extension um, supplementary to Butter so that they could release at the, the, the CD EP for Butter. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and to have a, a supplementary song to go along with Butter. And mm-hmm. I listened to them back-to-back earlier, Butter and then Permission to Dance, and I really enjoyed how they play together. I like the instrumentals of both of them, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I think that this song also was their way to deliver the message that they're going to be back with ARMY as of now. Uh, that from from here on out i wish that they announced two like tour dates with it (laughs) i really i'm just waiting for that but i just with every moment i feel like it's getting closer and closer i feel the song delivers the message of that um but i don't think this song was meant to be a massive hit it wasn't supposed to be what butter is it's more of an easy fun celebratory celebratory song and it's just a moment to rejoice it's a birthday gift to army and that's what it is. And it, it delivers that. It absolutely does that. It yeah. achieves that. Absolutely. So yeah. I'm happy with it. Yeah. I'll just leave with one final comment about that is, and should we have to do all of this research into the song to really come around to it in this way? And, you know, to me, no, you know, and I just think as long as BTS continues to trend upward, like they did with Butter into their English music with authenticity and with genuine aspects of BTS, um, then I think they'll continue to be really successful with their English music. I think so too. Yeah. Like I said, I love these songs. Yeah. It's just the 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 English songs have had these like easier messages, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think Butter was in the right direction with having BTS having a hand in the writing and production of right. it. Yeah. I just definitely want to drive that home here at the end that I think that's so crucial. Yeah. And if there's anyone out there listening, big hit, anybody who, you know, has has a, a hand in any of this, yeah. um, please, because I think any army would agree with yeah. that, that BTS working on their music is what makes it BTS. I am cautiously optimistic that they will continue to write and produce their own music because just looking at what 2020 brought us we had d2 we had map of the soul seven we had b all of those albums are complex and terrific every single song is is a hit on on those albums so I, I don't think that's going to be just totally dropped. No, I, as we I mean, go down, absolutely the road not. With BTS. Especially with their Korean music. Yeah. I just mean in their English in music their English specifically, tracks, because yeah. obviously their Korean music is going to be them. Yeah, and it always has been. We'll see. We'll yeah, see. We'll see. Yeah. Um, hopeful for the future. Optimistic. And optimistic. Yes. And permission to dance overall is a it's a great song. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they're also going to be just lastly they're going to be performing permission to dance on Jimmy Fallon's Tonight Show on Tuesday, July thirteenth, and Wednesday, July fourteenth. So be looking forward to that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let us let us know, Iconics, if you would like a discussion, a little episode about the Louis Vuitton fashion show, or if you want us to talk about the uh, Jimmy Fallon's performances of Butter and of Permission to Dance. Yeah. Let us know. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do want to say a special thanks to our supporters on Patreon, especially our VIP Iconics, Eileen Ruchal, Michelle Park, Deja, Meg DeRuggio, Rachel, Robin, and Allie. We love you, Iconics, so much. Thank you. Mm-hmm 
mm-hmm. you for listening. We really hope that you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, there's a few ways you can let us know. Uh, you can write us a review on iTunes, on Apple Podcasts. We're at like 543 reviews right now, mm-hmm. which is insane. If you get yeah. us to 600, we'll have another bonus episode for you guys in mm-hmm. which you will vote on the topic that we cover. Um, you can also reach out to us on Instagram or Twitter via DM. We love to hear from you. It is the best part of our week. And of course, you can find links for all of those things in the description. Thanks for listening and thanks for standing BTS. Consequence Podcast Network.